0: Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. I hope you know who this is. This is Tyler Sheff, and I am the host of the Cashflow Guys Podcast, along with old Mikey Mike. You're on the ground again today. This is like almost two weeks in a row. It's kind of crazy.
1: I'm on the ground again, and we come with some stories and some stress that I'm sure a lot of people are wondering about, and that's why I'm excited about today's podcast. So everyone knows I'm a pilot, because Tyler always talks about it. Because he either pissed off because I'm up in the air and I can't get on the podcast (laughs) or I'm on the ground and I have a bad connection. But here we
0: are. That's right. Um, Mike, come down from 30,000 feet and get on the damn show. I'm (laughs) doing this thing by myself. been doing it that way for eight years. Enough is enough. (laughs) It's true. It's true. So what's uh, new with you?
1: Things are pretty stressful out there. Media is not covering everything, but the the airlines are really stressed, not just for fuel wise, either. Uh, Consumer demand, FedEx and UPS. They're not doing very well. They're not too happy right now. They're overstaffed, basically. You've heard about the the pilot shortage all these years. Well, yeah. they kind of overcompensated. Mm. And so now things as the travel market, I guess you would call it, is kind of settling down to normal after the highs after COVID. So now we're starting to feel the pinch of like, oh, no, they hired too many. So there's a lot of panic out there. People have gotten used to the $29 tickets. Right. Unfortunately that's not sustainable with the gas prices going up and now with demand going up too it's not all peaches and roses anymore. So that's why I'm excited to talk about today because I know I'm not the only one out there who's kind of stressed about about what's going to happen tomorrow with my W2 job. I know I'm not the only one. Right. Everyone listening has had whispers of like some uncertainty in there when their next paycheck is is it going to be coming in 2024 or about 2025. So that's why I'm glad we're talking about cash flowing not just assets, but now we're going to be talking about some small business, which I'm really excited about.
0: Too, sure. You know, the name, we we kind of let the cat out of the bag a couple of weeks ago. We started talking about a pivot in the way we do our content, and the type of content, because good Lord, we've beat real estate to death for all these years. Almost almost 400 episodes now, which is kind of mind blowing to me. It's like, oh, I need a nap after 400 episodes. But we're just not in the WS2 side of things is that we're seeing it on the real estate side as well. We just did an update to our investors the other day. Fortunately, we're still in a great position with the business model that we're working on, but not everybody's the same way. Apartment syndicators, they're doing, they're doing cash calls. Properties are starting to, to be undervalued. We're, lo- we're properties that are we're supposed to have been refinanced, can't get refinanced. There's an affordability crisis in America. We talked about this a couple episodes ago. People are going broke fast and the recession is starting to catch up. Whether you believe there's a recession or not doesn't matter. Know this. Your groceries cost more. You go to the groceries you go to the grocery store you swipe a credit card, it just costs more every single day. I went the other day to the store, I spent $400 and I don't think I barely got a week's worth of food. Unbelievable. So you got to start looking at ways to pivot, Mike, you're an airline pilot. That's what you've been trained to do, but you're also a trained engineer. You've done several different things over your lifetime. So have I, I'm looking at real estate. Now they're basically un systematically unwinding everything we know in traditional real estate as being far as being a realtor. So my meal ticket it's starting to look a little bleak in that regard. And that's before we even get into a market shift or a market crash or anything like that. It's just the way I'm used to earning my income is starting to make changes. The way you earn your income is potentially in jeopardy. And that's for all pilots, not just Mike Marino. It's for all pilots. Everything is starting to come to a head. So when that happens, that's when we start looking at, okay, what are we gonna panic and then overreact? Or are we gonna take a minute Let's take in some new information, better ourselves, and maybe consider a pivot. And that's kind of what we're here to talk about today. Now, for the last couple of weeks, I have been, well, actually a couple of months, I have been quietly self-educating on a specific industry that I actually have a relationship with. A lot of you guys probably don't realize this, but Mike and I are part of what we call an inner circle group. That group has been going now for about seven years, and it's basically a mastermind. It's self-employed people. We get together. Once a week, and we've been doing it now religiously every Wednesday, first thing in the morning for like seven years. It's a private group, it's not open. That's not what this is about. And it's just it's it's a closed group. We're not looking for new members, and that's not what we're gonna hear to talk about today. But in one of the people in that group actually owns an appliance company. And Mike and I have been working together with them as a fellow mastermind attendee for years. We've heard the when they had rough times, when they had good times, helped them work through personnel changes, marketing, all these different things. I am not a appliance guru by any means. Don't pretend to be. Never will be. But we do. Mike and I both have that background with a service business in working with our 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 we'll calling Lance at who owns the appliance company. We started looking into where's his business shifting, and meanwhile, Mike and I are going through all these changes. Yet Lance just keeps on trucking. It's like what when we've gone through all kinds of things, market crashes stock market this bitcoin that meanwhile lance keeps his head down and just keeps on trucking along doing his thing that got us got me wondering so i started and as a way mike and i and the other members of the mastermind we actually take time to research each other's businesses so that when we show up every wednesday we have something to bring to the table to help them out in this case i was looking up some stuff for the appliance industry and i tripped over our guest today uh so Dayton, are you with me
2: yeah i'm with you tyler thank you all man. right
0: I got, oh man, I'll tell you, Mike said it. He's true. I'm starstruck. I was, I've i been watching you so much on YouTube. It's like, I can't believe you're here my Zoom screen. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not the guy that gets starstruck. I mean, I've had like, I've had like the Gary Keller <laughs> on my Zoom session from <laughs> Keller Williams and some big, big folks, but I'm so happy you're here. Your content, he's so, I met Dayton indirectly through YouTube. I was YouTube searching, trying to f- help Lance, the guy that we work with overcome some challenges that his business was going through and i stumbled over applianceprofit.com that's so Dayton, date you have a course and you are you own an appliance company correct that's correct and from what i saw you've been in the in the business now 17 years that's correct are you going broke sir no sir <laughs> <laughs> things going well then huh <laughs> things are going well you made a i never considered the appliance industry, I just didn't even think about it. I, and I know, obviously knowing somebody that's in it, I thought, that's cool. He does well. I just didn't realize how well they do. So you put together this training and folks, I took the training. Now you guys know I'm not going to sit here and bring anybody in the show that I haven't fully vetted. We've been doing this together for a long time, folks. And this is probably the, this is by far, except for Larry Harbold, the only content I'm ever going to endorse ever, 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 probably. Cause if there's anything better than this, I can't believe it. I'll probably be dead in heaven or wherever else I wind up, but. Dayton, you put together a course based on getting right to the point on how somebody can build an appliance business in a reasonable amount of time and be successful in it. What with you, you've been in it 17 years ago, something changed. You decided to be an entrepreneur. Maybe you were working somewhere else. Tell us about what that was like.
2: Well, actually, it actually all started in high school. This is honestly all that I've ever done. So during my 11th, I think about 11th grade in high school, I started working for a used appliance company. And the way that would work was, you know, I was just their delivery guy. So the way things would go is they would get a truckload of used appliances in the 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 company would would give us a 90 day warranty on those used appliances in which we would turn around, sell those used appliances to you know individual people. And we would extend that warranty to those people. So the way the way it would happen was obviously out of a truckload of used appliances some of them are going to break and fail within the 90 day period. You right. know? So they would, the way the system would work. And I understand this is an awful system, but you know, this was 17 years ago, you know, Right. but the way, so the way it would work is if the refrigerator broke down, we would say, okay, well, we'll deliver you another one. We'll pick up the broken one. And, you know, we would just get credited it whenever the next truck came in very right. bad system, but it's just the way it worked. Right. So, so the next time the truck load would come around, we would have whatever it is in the back 10, 12 broken appliances that they would bring us replacements for. And then the cycle just kept on going and going and going and going. So there came a point, I was like, why, why don't we just fix the ones that are breaking instead of doing this whole, going to pick it up and deliver another one That that. That's a lot of trouble, you know? So they were like, okay, go for it. Try it, you know, so see if you can get it to work. So, so Obviously, we had about ten or twelve in, in the warehouse, so I just started working on working on them, and 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 just got really good at it, and and built a real you know interest in it. So then, at that point, I done what a lot of people probably won't do, and I I got my hands on as many service manuals as I could possibly get, and I and I literally like read them as if they were books. You know, right. we're talking about service manuals for appliances. Wow. You know. I mean, <laughs> not not many people's going to do that, but I just had this passion. And just really wanted to do, like to be the best that I could be, you know, at, at repairing and appliances. And and just a, a little off note, you know, that that was something that my stepfather, who raised me since I was three, he he, he put in my head, you know, if you're, if you're going to do something, do it right. And if you're not going to do it right, just don't touch it at all. So that that just that was the mentality that I had.
0: Solid and, uh, advice.
2: Yeah. So uh, so I just I read these manuals as if they were doggone just books off the shelf, you know, and got really good at it. And then you know just kept on doing that. Within 2010. That company went out, you know. You know they 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 decided to close their doors. So from there, I said, okay, well, here is where I will take off on my own and start doing my own thing. And that was kind of that's pretty much history from there. Now, wasn't all wasn't all roses, you know. But uh, (laughs) but that's that's pretty much how how I got started.
0: That's awesome. So at some point, you get started. You're learning how to do how to fix appliances. Pretty much, I guess, self taught. But then the next, at some point the second technician came into the mix or maybe the phone person. What did, what did that transition look like for you?
2: Well, to, to really start off, you know, maybe we should go from 2010, you know, cause 2010 okay. I, I did what a lot of people do believe the lie that if you build it, they will come. <laughs> you know, I, I said, okay, now, now I've got, I've got a business name. I've got a little shop. I got my own little shop and, and, and I know how to fix these appliances. So now that I have an appliance repair company, the world is just going to come at me and I'm going to, I'm going to be busy and and it's just going to, it's just going to go crazy. Well, you know, my wife at that time working for Santa Cooper, she literally was, was, was putting the bills, you know, I mean, she was paying all the bills while I was trying to get this dream that I had going, you know, and there were, there were times where she said, look, just get a real job. I I, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but just get a real job. And I was like, you know, there, there's no way, you know, because the, the The appliance market was really starting to shift. The Maytag man is not sitting around anymore. He's definitely not sitting around this day. You know, Maytag man don't sit around anymore. <laughs> so I, I was like, you know, there's really something here. I, I mean, so then I did just like I did with the the, the manuals, and I started looking at advertising. I mean, I mean, I, I watched video after video, and and if there was a book I could get my hands on about advertising, I read that book. I i, I, I you know digested all the content. And then I started actually putting together marketing materials, you know, and that's whenever things started to transition. And and for a long time, I mean, you can ask my wife for a long time. I was, I was answering the phone, running the call. And whenever I got home at night, I would do the billing and the whole cycle would start over the next morning. I would answer the phone, run the calls and get home at night, do the billing and, 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 and it started over and over again. And then, so my, my first employee was my wife. <laughs> so so finally after she really got her faith back in me, you know, that this was actually something that was going to work, you know, she actually quit her job, you know, after much prayer and much consideration and thought, you know, she quit her job and she became my first receptionist. So that that took a lot off my plate. But then it just got to where, you know, I learned Google Ads so well for the appliance repair industry that it was it, we 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 still pick about it. We call it the light switch. If 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 we if we need more work, turn the switch on. If, if we're too busy, turn the switch off. And it got to a point to where we were so busy that, I mean, I would leave early in the morning and get home late at night. You know, so we were like, look, we've got to hire some people. And, you know, from there, we we started hiring technicians. And and from there, we started hiring office staff. So, so now, you know, of course, just fast forward in a little while, we were to the point to where we can kind of step back and work on the business, you know instead right. of in the business.
0: Now, how many technicians do you have these days?
2: So right now I have three. We we had four and literally just lost that fourth one about a month and a week ago, about, yeah, about five weeks ago.
0: Nice. So what do you say to the person that maybe wants to get into the business side of this? that's Like, for example, like, like Mike or myself that wants to get in this, but doesn't necessarily want to be the appliance repair guy. Is there an opening?
2: I believe so. I mean, you know, if you had to, if you had to start where I started 17 years ago and you had no help, I mean, obviously you would have to, you would have to learn the whole process. And, and I would say that in that case, it probably wouldn't be something that you could just go and just start something and, and, and have somebody run it for you, you know, cause you would have to, you would have to know the ins and outs. You would have to get to know the ins and outs. Right. But like that, that's what I'm trying to do is I'm, I'm trying to help people that don't have any uh, appliance background. And try to get them on the fast track and try to skip, you know, 10 years of of, of yeah. all the, the struggle that it took me and try to just go ahead and get you just going, you know. So I, I believe that there is an opportunity for somebody to do that without even have to, having to get your hands dirty, you know.
0: One of the things and taking, and folks, full disclosure, this is not a sponsored episode by any means, but I did get access, complimentary access to the course so that I could review it just to be perfectly transparent because you guys know that I'm not never going to misrepresent the facts here. I have gone through the entire course, beginning to end, That didn't miss anything, actually went through the second time. It was because I couldn't believe what I was hearing and then started applying some of it. I was like, goodness gracious, this actually works. One of the things that small businesses have, and this is especially true to real estate investors, is lead generation is always the number one thing that holds people back. If you're a wholesaler, guys listening to the show right now, you're a wholesaler, you're out there looking for sellers, motivated sellers to call you. There are all these gimmicks, direct mail, there's bandit signs, there's Facebook at whatever, there's, it doesn't matter. The marketing is always the biggest hurdle. People are not good at lead generation. What I loved about your course is not only did you teach the core concept behind how you get your lead generation, but you literally provided every single thing that you use that is literally baked in and and it's literally, you talk about done for you. 100% Hundred percent done for you. If you can't figure out how to make the phone explode after taking this course, you don't speak English apparently, and, and can't pay. I mean, you gave away everything. And what what I love about that is that real estate courses have a habit of giving you just enough to sell you the next widget. It's like, oh, but wait, there's more. Hey, you want to learn how to get all the? Now that we've taught you how to fix appliances, you want to learn how to get leads? Oh, that'll be another thirteen thousand dollars. So at some point, the student winds up falling off the wayside, they're broke, and then they're in credit card debt. But you go open kimono and just give the whole enchilada right in the course. And it blew me away how efficient everything was laid out. It was just... It's like, okay, I've been doing this 17 years, made lots of mistakes. So I'm not even going to bother to tell you what not to do. Here's exactly what you need to do. And here's your sales funnel. And here's the software that you need to use. And it's $99 a month. And yes, it's going to cost you $500 a month in operating expenses to make all these technology tools work together. Guys, listening to me. We're going to give, I'll put all this contact information down in the, in the comments below or in the description below, but you need to go check this out. So what I hear, Dayton, and what I take away from the course is if I'm a guy that wants to learn a trade, I can buy your course. I'm going to learn where I can go. If I want specific appliance training, you actually give the vendors in the course, you can go to this school or that school. So a lot of the decisions that I was out looking for information to help my friend with. Those decisions, you've already made them because you've already been doing this 17 years. And it took me exactly to where I needed to go. And then when I had the lead generation kerfuffle, I guess you could say, and I'm a copywriter and <laughs> that's what I do. And I look, started looking at the way you got things set up. I'm like, this is perfect. You don't have to do anything. You just literally plug it in. And then guys, even if you're not technologically advanced and you're not the type of person that's going to build a digital funnel for what I think is too cheap, the fee that you're, you're for a small fee, you will set it up for them, where they literally just turn the key and fire it up, and it's ready to roll. That's, that's right. Per- that's pretty impressive. So if you're either a guy that wants to be an appliance repair person and wants to do it, or wants to own an appliance repair business and wants to look at it from from up above and go, okay, how do I, how does this work? So I can figure it out, and then maybe I hire the team to actually do the, do the boots on the ground from my take, and this is my perspective that's all in your course. It's just, it's there. I mean, that's it.
2: Exactly. And, and, you know, actually what, what really made me think about that is because I have a guy in Georgia, he's actually a very successful guy, but he does, he does like building stuff. So, so he's a contractor and he just, he he went through the course itself and, and, and we got to talking because you know I I really like to communicate with the people that go through the course. I don't I don't just like to say hey here you know here's a course you're on your own don't talk to me again. That's that's just not the type mm-hmm. of guy I am you know. Right. I, I like to communicate and, and if there's anything I can help with I, I like a bit of help. So anyway I got to talking to him and he was like you know he said my main thing is what I'm doing. He said I I almost see a decline in what I'm doing. He said I don't really want to be the one that does the work. You know just right. just as you were saying now. Um, you know, because he's already a contractor. So pretty much he just kind of calls the shots. Anyway, he goes out there, he gets a job and he has guys do it. And so he just kind of wants to put his money to work. And he's the one that told me, he said, I, I'm just going to take the system and hire, you know, staff, h- hire hire a technician, you know, at least start off with one, hire somebody to answer the phone. And I'll just kind of sit and, and manage the whole operation, but let them go out and do the work. He said, even if I can, you know, hire a guy that's already, already trained. And if I have to pay him $25 to $30 an hour, which is very reasonable compensation. You know, he start off there and and you're still winning, you know, and you don't That's have right. to do any of the work.
0: That's amazing. And dane, when it comes down to getting started, go ahead, Mike. I Oh,
1: no worries. Uh, for our audience, dane you know, we're hearing bits and pieces. I hear a lot from Tyler because he's always raving about your system. Can you tell our audience, like, when you – Let's say you want to be the puppet master. You want to start the, the company. Like Tyler's a marketing genius. That's why he likes this, right? He could be the marketer and then he can send out, you know, his employees to go out and do the appliance repair work. I know you and Tyler were talking earlier about numbers as far as one technician generates about how much in your wallet. Yes. Yeah,
2: so so what, I've, what I found out is that whenever you get a brand new techno- te- technician on to start with, the system that we put them through, which is all, you know, in that course, every, everything that I put a brand new one of my technicians through is exactly what's in the course. So, so if you can take a guy, put him through that, he should come out the other side, you know, pretty much ready to go. So in most cases, our guys are ready to go in about 60 to 90 days, you know? So after that, we see that a baseline for that newest technician, not, not a seasoned technician, but the newest technician, a baseline for that one technician, will bring us about a quarter of a million per year in revenue, and that—that's just for the newest guy. A now the seasoned guy million. that can run much more calls, you're you're looking at much more than that.
1: Wow! So this almost sounds like a
2: business in a box. Then Ex- exactly, and and see here's the thing: there, there's there's other there's other details that are very important. You just like price and structure. Price and structure is very very important. You ju- you can't just go out there and 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 do a service charge and expect to make that kind of money. Price and structure is big and getting over that that mentality of well somebody's not going to pay this much. That 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 is not your job to say that. That's left up to the exactly. customer. You you'd be so surprised how much they'll pay to get a refrigerator back up and going, you
0: know. On the front end, do you when I was considering the the course and reaching out to you and all that, I, that's one of the objections I had. It's like Who's gonna pay whatever to get a and number one? How am I ever supposed to learn what to charge? Years, years ago, eons ago, I worked as a handyman when I was in between gigs long before I got into real estate. It was after I got out of the army. And that was one of my big hurdles. Like, what do I charge? It's like guy wants his bedroom painted. I I don't know. I have a good friend of mine that's a general contractor, and he's just he's like, Well, I've been doing it 25 years. Well, I haven't. So (laughs) but you even break that down. So you don't even as a as a technician or the business owner, when you take the training. The question, the answer to the question, how my, how do I know what to charge on a model six, a mana, is answered in the course. That's there. Here's the tool. It's already done for you. They've had thirty years of background information. They've pulled into the system to do it for you. Well, what about a sales funnel? I don't know how to work a sales funnel. Well, we'll do that for you. And what about what do I say? What about copy? What about images for my appliances? What about my logo? Done. Done. And done. 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 It's like, it makes me want to go back to some of my training and go, well, I could have condensed that way down and just done a much better job. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's crazy. how it's like, wow. Let's talk about financial risk real quick. That's one of the things that's on your website. You know, worried, people are worried about the financial risk. How, you know, is this a huge investment? G Tyler, I can hear people right now. I don't have a hundred thousand dollars sitting around to buy a bunch of fancy tools. Theoretically, that's not really the case, is it? You don't need a massive investment.
2: No, you don't need a massive investment. You know, if we go back, you know, to 2010, I was running calls out of a out of a a single cab Chevrolet truck. Now, I mean, I I, I understand that's not the most professional thing to pull up in. I, sure. I get it, but you know, honestly, and this is no lie, there are people, there are companies rather. I don't I don't want to say people in downgrade, there are companies that run Priuses. No kidding, wow. run Priuses as their service vehicle. Just put some stickers on the side, whatever. So it's not like you have to have. The the most expensive top-notch van. And, the, and then as far as tools, I mean, your your most basic hand tools, a lot of them you probably got in a toolbox sitting somewhere to start with. And the ones that you don't, I mean, we're we're, we're not talking about snap-on specialty tools. You know what right. I'm saying?
0: Right. Yeah. When I was thinking about this, I'm like, okay, now I, I have a tool problem. I, I have a lot of tools. I'm just that guy. And I have tools in like three different locations in Florida. <laughs> and I said to Jill, like, how much are you going to spend on tools? She says, nothing. I'm like why? She goes. You have, based on what he said in the course, I know you have at least four of everything. So if you want to open an appliance business, you could have three techs equipped right now. Exactly. <laughs> all you got to do is go through the garage and organize that stuff, and you'll have it all set up. So in this in this course, you get you learn the the overarching whole idea behind the business, whether or not to do warranty work whether or not to work on more complex appliances, things that people don't like working on. I know I hear a lot in the industry as I've been paying attention over the years with working with Lance, stay away from Samsung. You say, oh no, go solve the problems that other people aren't willing to solve. When I heard that, I was like, see, that's something I've been telling the listeners for years, guys, don't go with the easy stuff that everybody else does because everybody else does it. You wanna be a specialist? Go figure out how to solve the problems that other people are either unable or unwilling to solve. Uh, any thoughts on that, Dayton?
2: Absolutely. In Myrtle Beach, there are companies that will not touch Samsung and LG. And every time that I hear that, I just praise the Lord because I, you know, because I, <laughs> I just think it is is absolutely silly. But I I am thankful for it because Samsung and LG, oh my goodness, I I can't. We we just about stock every one of the most major parts in a Samsung and LG appliance. So for the most part. If if we show up to repair a Samsung dryer, it's going to get fixed on the spot. You know, and and things that people will not touch, we'll touch them. And I, I'm telling there is so, so, so much profit in Samsung and LG. A lot of profit. So yes, I would say let the other guys pass it on to you. That's fine. You know, take
1: it.
0: Exactly. Now, in your course, you talked about, you know, the thing, the, the potential, what's what the technicians could generate. And more importantly, I was looking at it from a perspective of how much could I help somebody earn? One of the things I've done in my life, I love to help other people do better in real estate. I was, I was one of the top paying people or top earning realtors, but I also made sure that the buyers that brought me offers were well compensated. Mike saw an example of how well that worked when I sold his house. That buyer's agent made a nice chunk of change. And that's because my seller, which was Mike paid a nice commission because Mike understands the value. Mike invested an additional two percentage points in hiring me to be his realtor over anybody else. But Mike, how much more did you get over appraisal? Was it $150,000?
1: You'd love to bring this up.
0: Yeah, about $140,000. Yeah, (laughs)
1: $140,000.
0: But that's because you were able to, I was able to set it up so that the buyer's agent, I basically bribed him. I'm like, guys, this is the best paying <laughs> listing in Tampa Bay. You can sell any other house and make less money, or you can just sell this one. And then I had people fighting over it. And that's why I got so much money. I can see the same thing here in the appliance business. Everybody else in the service industry and in the air conditioning, let's look at HVAC for a second. HVAC people are paying their technicians $20 an hour. The guy that owns the company, is billing 10 grand in solid air conditioning and he's paying the the install tech for a day's work 20 dollars an hour whatever do you know you do you boo but when you can put a guy on commission now you can take a guy who normally would be making 20 dollars an hour and that guy can maybe get into the six figure range which is life changing money for most people i love what you said there in the course and i'm not going to give give away the the whole thing but you mentioned the numbers of what you're able to pay your technicians by putting them on commission and man when they're on commission That changes the game. So not only do you change your own personal situation at home, but you're literally changing lives. I mean, that's legit. You are changing lives when you bring on a technician. I love that.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: Hey, Ding, real quick. You know, Tyler's been feeding me bits and pieces because he we get on a phone call, he's all excited. One of the things (laughs) I learned from him, and I don't know if it's just a Florida thing or if it's nationwide, you know, electrician needs electrician's license a plumber needs plumber's license he was making it sound like appliance repair there's no such license for that and if that's the case and how does the training work i know you talked about you know have a technician kind of sitting on the computer and work with your program how do you is there a way to scale like for example you know some places have train the trainer do you go out do you train somebody who would then train the other technicians that you hire so pretty much uh,
2: just to answer your question, as, as far as like licensing goes, yeah, you are right. I, I I don't, as of right now, I don't know of any state that requires a certain license to be an appliance repair technician. The only thing is if you're going to do sealed systems, you do have to be EPA certified. You know, that's understandable. That's, that's you're dealing with refrigerant, which is extremely easy. Also, you don't even have to be universal. You just got to be a type one or what, whatever that one is. I, I, can, I can look at the, uh, the details there for you. But you know, honestly, the the training that we put our technicians through is so in depth and so I mean, just it, it's it's like it's it's almost mind blowing, you know. So so with with that, that's that's pretty much all they need, and and they are well, you know, of course, with 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 some hands on experience. So after they go through the book training with a little bit of the hands on training, and they start putting the book training, what they've learned, you know, into the hands on training like it, it, just all starts to come together. It, it's, it's pretty cool to see the process of, of somebody going from somebody used to be a forklift operator, which is one of my technicians used to be a forklift operator. And now he's just about one of our you know best technicians, you know, I mean, it's amazing to see that transformation in such a quick period of time.
0: So they come to, so I come to work for you as an appliance guy. I'm green. I don't have any experience, but you decide that I have the aptitude to be, be trainable. I'm the kind of guy that doesn't do drugs. I like can show up on time and I don't swear like a sailor. Now you, you buy, a, you send me to this, the online training school that I'm not going to mention the name, but because you got to get the course to get that information, but the, you send them, then you buy them a license for that training. They start undergoing the license. Do they come to the office every day type of thing? And then undertake that training for a certain period of time. And then they start writing with another one of your technicians. Is that generally how it works?
2: That's exactly how it works. Yeah. So they, they, they take that training. So, so, typically we, we like to, we like to let them ride around with a technician for about a week, just, just mm-hmm. to see the ins and outs, just to make right. sure that, okay, this is exactly what I want to do. And if they, if, if they're good with it, we're good with them, then we'll, we'll, we'll have them go through that actual online training. And then right after that, they'll get right back in the van with the technician and just kind of be, be shadowed, you know, in right. other words, by the other technician that we let them do the the hands-on part, but, but, but at least they do have a more experienced technician kind of overseeing them.
0: And generally, we're within sixty to ninety-day cycle to get them functional ex- to where they can be on their own.
2: That's exactly right.
1: Exactly nice. right, Dana. Nice. I think it's so important that we talk about the current market. Like today, this is November twenty twenty-three. If anybody's listening, so if you have an idea of kind of where we are in the market cycle right now. We talked about inflation; everything's going up. Tyler's just spent four hundred dollars in groceries, which I know him; he doesn't eat that much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen? kind of a rise in appliance repair demands because now people people used to just ah throw the lg away let me buy another one at the home depot are you starting to see a shift where people actually want to repair what they have
2: I started to see that shift over a long period of time we we've always every year year over year a- after i got my marketing in order you know at first i didn't know whether we'd eat or not you know but uh, right. of course a long time ago once we got marketing in order year over year we have increased revenue year over year. And I will say this, what was it 2019, early 2020, when everybody was getting shut down, stay home, all that good stuff. I I was pretty concerned and I and I was like, you know, what's going to happen to us? You know, and and if people aren't making money, they're not, they're not going to spend money. They ain't going to buy appliances. But I will promise you, that was probably our biggest spike in revenue. Increase. I mean, huge spike in revenue. And then from there, it's just been growing on top of that. So we haven't seen any, because that, that's kind of what I figured. I figured, well, people, going to pinch every penny they can, and they're sure. not going to repair. They're not, you know, they're not going to do it, but it has been the opposite. So maybe it's working out to where they're holding on to what they got and repairing it versus replacing, you know?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, if, ever shot, if you ever shop, I mean, you probably don't shop for appliances anymore, Dayton, but I have and uh, most recently. And it's like, I'm looking at new appliances for one of my apartment buildings. And I fell into, I, they almost had to start my heart again. I was like, you got to be kidding me. It's a refrigerator. Well, I mean, come on, it's a refrigerator. It's not like designed to launch missiles. So yeah, when you look at fix or, you know, repair or fix or replace, the it, the cost of appliances has just gone insane. I mean, absolutely insane. Wow. Yes, stuff. it has. So for your technicians, you you have them all on commission. Or they start with like an hourly and then go to commission type of thing?
2: Salary. And, I mean, hourly and commission.
0: Yes. Okay, good. And you don't see any issue with, because I've always thought this is like a guy that's never had that kind of pay plan before. Do you get pushback in the hiring? Because the next thing I know people at home are thinking, that's all cool, dude. But what if I, how do I get, how do I hire people? That's the hard part. Where do I find those people? And when I do find them, how do I attract them? I've got, the other employers offering all kinds of crazy stuff, and what do I have to get to offer? Any thoughts on that?
2: Well, I mean, I mean, honestly, you know, it it seems like we're we're winning a lot of our guys from mills because oh. they're, they're tired of shift work. You know, they right. they don't want shift work anymore. They they want to be home with their family. They they're you know, so they're tired of that. And starting them off at such a good you know hourly rate, and then on top of that, you have your profit share and bonus. You know, I mean that that sounds like like heaven to them. And we start them off with two weeks vacation. So so we. We offer them a lot of incentives to want to be a technician, and and then and then you know honestly, if, if you just think about the day to day, you're you're not doing anything ex- you know extraneous. You're not doing right. anything. You're you're in if if it's cold outside, you're in a warm house. If it's hot outside, you're in a cool house. Right. You know, I mean, there is a lot of benefits. So for us being able to hire people, there's really been no challenge. The only challenge is, you know, of course, and it, it, I don't care what you own. I don't care what you do there's always going to be one out of every five people that that's actually going to want to show up to work. That's actually going to want to do the job, you know, so you're going to have to sort through people that are actually made to work. I mean, some people just aren't made to work, you know, I mean, just it is the way it is, but we haven't had any really like real hard pushbacks. I mean, cause we, we pay enough right off the rip for somebody that knows nothing on, only because I'm willing to pay so much money to somebody only because I know the potential Whenever on the backside of that 60 or 90 days, I know what I'm right. getting back. So I, I'm I'm exactly. willing to you know I'm I'm willing to pay much more than what normal people would pay.
0: Well, when I'm looking at it from a, just the the thirty thousand foot view, you're only really they're only a liability for a, a month or two. After that, they start becoming an asset because they're out earning revenue for the company. Exactly. Am I on point with that? That's exactly right. Okay. Wow. So. I think we're going to have to have you back for another episode because I have so many more questions and not enough time to ask them (laughs) (laughs) all. Because I know I'm going to get a lot of questions from the listenership and they're going to be interested in this. But one, So I kind of want to wrap it up and put a bow on it. People go to, first of all, they go to applianceprofit.com.
2: I'll have that link
0: down in the show notes. Make sure you click the link, go over there, look at what he's got to offer, watch the videos. With the course, you're going to get the complete Appliance repair business course. You're going to get the pre-built lead generation funnel. You're going to know which software to use. And if you don't want to get it, set it up yourself, if that's too much, maybe you're not a tech person, we can hire your company to set it up for us for a nominal fee. You're going to get the Google ads training, your training, not just shmoo on YouTube, but somebody who's actually learned how to do it the right way for appliance repair. Not for, you know, wholesaling houses, but industry specific appliance repair, Google ad training to make the phone blow up, how to track all those leads. That's all in there. And a one-on-one coaching session, all of that. And I feel like I should be working for you. On top of that, this is what you did the other day that blew me away. I get an email because I'm now in the funnel because I took the course that says, oh, by the way. I just finished putting together sealed system training. So I'm going to add that to the course and all these other courses. So this is an evolving thing. So if somebody buys this thing today, you're not done yet, are you? When it comes to training, you're just getting warmed up. That's exactly right. I've I've
2: still got plenty more to add. Yes. I love it. And and anyone that. that is already in the course or buys the course from here on, they'll always have access to all new training.
0: See, Mike's thinking there right now. Mike hasn't taken the full course yet but Mike's going to, I bet you by by the, by next week on the podcast we'll see what Mike has to say he'll be like oh, oh I don't think I want to fly planes anymore <laughs> I'll just buy a plane instead
1: <laughs> what I really like about this is you know you can go on YouTube you can find a bunch of people who say oh I made millions of this I made hundreds of this and it reminds me so I'm an airline pilot right when I was when I was young was junior airline pilot trying to figure out how to make the perfect landing, the perfect descent. I'd always ask the captain, how did you do that can can you tell me how you did that And most people I'd say ninety five percent would say, "I don't know, I just do it <laughs> and that's what I find a lot on YouTube and other venues where they just want to get the clicks they don't they don't actually want to show you how they do it, right. But then you've got that 5% of pilots that say, oh, yeah, well, at 50 feet, I shift my vision there. 30 feet, I do this. 10 feet, I do this. And it sounds like, Dayton, that you're one of those. It sounds like you enjoy teaching. And not only that, you're not afraid of competition. Obviously, you've seen that there is no competition in this in this realm. Right. So anyway, I'm so glad to have somebody who actually wants to be a teacher to help cash flow, to help all of us kind of reach that American dream, that potential of cash flow. So we can have that side hustle and maybe eventually leave our jobs like at Santee Cooper. I, I laugh because Dane's <laughs> wife and I used to work at the same electric plant in South Carolina years ago. Right.
0: And we just figured that out right as we push recording this episode. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like Santee Cooper, wait,
1: wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, hearing from Tyler, I haven't taken the class yet. Hearing from Tyler, you sound like that five percent that really goes out and shows the step by step by step. So really glad to have you on here i love businesses in the boxes it just makes me curious now i gotta figure out how to spend the next month while going through the video well actually actually didn't even sound like it took that long did it
0: no it's a couple days you'll knock it out Few days. you'll be ready ready to roll Dayton. thank you so much for coming on the show i gotta tell you my listeners are probably like i can't believe they're probably already like when they hear this they'll be like what the heck (laughs) <laughs> I hope to the, those of you listening, I hope you guys really look at this as a serious option. You take a minute, get into the funnel. He's got a, a free a free little demo course you can take in there. Go out there and do it. Take a look at it. A lot of weird stuff's happening in the world right now. The economy is a, is a mess. Yeah. And maybe you're at a point in your life where it's time to add an additional stream of income. And as we talked about, you don't have to be the guy that twists the wrenches or you can be, that's really a decision you can make. But if nothing else, you could build a business like this And change the lives of other people. I mean, what if you could pull somebody else out of poverty and put them in a position where they can feed their families? That's a feel good. Number one. And you know, it helps you along the way the same way. So Dayton, thank you for taking the time to number one, come on this episode. It sounds like you got your plenty going on, but more so, thank you for being transparent and sharing everything without some sort of BS upsell on the back end. Yeah. I wish you great success with your course. I, you're not done with me yet. I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to be reaching out to you as more stuff comes. And I'd like to get you back on the show as, as we progress, because I think when the listeners start getting into this content, they're going to get excited and we're going to have a lot of success stories. And I'd like to bring some of the students, maybe that, that pull the course on the show to talk to them about it with you here and to kind of build this whole thing up because you are one person that we're going to pour into. And we really appreciate you taking the time to come out and join us today.
2: I appreciate y'all very much. Thank you, Tyler. And thank you, Mike. Appreciate y'all.
0: Thanks, Dayton. All right, guys. Well, there you have it. It's right to the point. It makes it very, very simple. You go down to the show notes, you hit the button, applianceprofit.com. That's what gets it started. It starts today. Don't wait till tomorrow. There's no reason to wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow's not going to get any better. The world is changing around you, whether you like it or not. You would want to make a massive radical change and have an amazing 2024. This is one very simple practical way to make it happen with very little investment. You are officially out of excuses, gentlemen. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. You know how to reach me, info at cashflowguys.com. And of course, if you have information on Dayton and his and his course and all that, all of his contact details will be down in the show notes. Folks, have a great week and we'll catch up with you next time.
2: This concludes today's episode. today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn
0: to earn. Head over to cashflowguys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more pop- powerful tips and ideas so you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.